brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Welcome to episode 46 of the CanadaFootballChat.com Recruiting Masters podcast brought to you by the CFC Insider. I'm Katie and Clint Utley's here with me again and you're listening to the number one place for all your football recruiting and prospect news across Canada. If you're listening to the show for the very first time, welcome. We're glad you joined us. Uh, today is actually a special episode. We're starting a new um, edition called the NCAA edition, and we're going to introduce you to CFC's newest columnist, Quincy Ford, uh, out in Ontario. Um, Quincy has been following and reporting on all of our NCAA action, um, and he's been writing the bits in our newsletter and uh, has been updating us with the offers and all that good stuff. Quincy, how are you? I'm good. Glad to be here. Awesome. So um, those of you, if you want to find these rankings that we're going to be talking about, um, the CFC 40 NCAA rankings, you can do that on the rankings tab on our menu on CanadaFootballChat.com, as well as all of our other rankings. So our CFC 100, uh, CFC 150, and CFC 200 for the classes of 2020, 2021, and 2022. We also have the CFC 60 Sejep and Junior College JUCO rankings and the CFC 40 Youth Sport rankings. And then uh, lastly, our CFC 10 Specialist rankings because we do believe that kickers are our people too. <laughs> Twice a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, be sure to follow us on our Facebook, Twitter, at chatfootball. Instagram, CFC underscore football, and YouTube, as well as you can check out our digital store, which has some fantastic recruiting resources, such as the NCAA and Sports recruiting guides. We've basically taken all the work out for you and put all of the contact information and uh, other great information on those recruiting guides. So you can check that out on the digital store on CanadaFootballChat.com. We also have a really great film analysis uh, product uh, that Clint Utley does um, that basically takes your game film and he breaks it down and does a scouting report or a report card, I guess you could say, and he also gets you on the phone and goes over it with you. So that is a really invaluable tool that we believe uh, will help you as a player, uh, you know, at least know where you stand and get some really good um, points and tips to uh, get better in your game. So uh, Clint and Quincy, let's get right into this. We've got five prospects we're going to talk about today. Um, the first is a non-ranked player we just found out recently, uh, Javon Holland. He's a safety. He's six foot one, uh, 200 pounds. He went to Bishop O'Dowd High School, I believe, 
um, in California, but he was born in Canada. Um, I remember watching his dad in the CFL. He was a really good player. I believe he was a running back. Quincy, what, um, what's your take or why do you like this kid? Or give us some background well, I went- on him. Personally, I, I've watched a lot of highlight tapes recently. I've, I've spent time doing that with this COVID stuff. And I think personally, he's been the most entertaining highlight tape I've had to watch, partially because of the editing. That was pretty good. But he, he's a versatile safety. He can come down. He he plays a lot of slot corner there. So he, he'll guard any type of receiver, tight end, slot receiver. And he, he's a big hitter. He he definitely comes downfield and makes big plays. And he's at uh, Oregon, correct? Yes, he's at Oregon. And okay. he coming out of high school, he had 13 offers, including schools like Washington, Notre Dame, and Boise State. Okay. Yeah, he was. I got a chance. The uh, first time he jumped out to me is when. I believe he was a true freshman, or he was a freshman, regardless, true or redshirt. And he was actually, uh, like Quincy just said, he actually lined up in the slot and he covered a receiver on one play. And then, like two plays later, he covered a tight end who was like in, in line. So he was like in a three point sense line of scrimmage. And then, like a play later, he sacked the quarterback. And I was just like, <laughs> and then I, I actually called somebody I knew yeah. and was like, yeah, is that Robert Holland's son? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, that kid's going to be a freak over the next two or three years. So, Yeah, he, he came right in and started as a true freshman. I, I'm pretty sure he had four or five interceptions in his first year as a true freshman. And this past year, he had four interceptions. But in, in addition to his versatility on defense, he's also their regular kick and punt returner. So he really does it all. Yeah, well. Threat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, well, we'll be sure to watch him. Well, he'll be like, in like a year or two, he'll be like a first-round pick. And if he's not a yeah, first-round he, pick, he'll be in the first two rounds. Oh, really? That oh, good? yeah, he'll be that good. He might be even ranked yeah. like the number one safety returning in the NCAA this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Mel, Mel Kuyper Mel Jr. had him as his number one safety for the 2021 NFL draft. Wow. Had him in his top 10 top 10 draft prospect there you go it's gonna be a lottery pick that's pretty cool yes well that's cool we'll, we'll make sure to keep our eye on him we're gonna move on to the next next kid dean leonard he's you know from from my neck of the woods out in calgary alberta mm-hmm. um dean played at notre dame uh cfc 50 school uh high school ranking that we do um, the powerhouse program from the tough side of Calgary, whole Cowtow. Um, he's uh, we ranked him in 2017. He was a CFC 100. He was number 81. Um, he's a defensive back, 6'2", 195 pounds. Uh, he's a really impressive athlete. We've already we've always said said that he has pretty long levers. Uh, Quincy, what's what's your take on Dean? He's a Calgary transfer. Yeah. Dino's Calgary transfer, right? Yep. Yes, he, he's one of the U-Sports guys who's gone NCAA looks this year with the U-Sports season being canceled, and he is committed to Ole Miss. But he, this, this is just a freak athlete. He runs a 4.3840, I believe. And coming out of high school, he ran a 10.6800 meter and wow. 22.10200 meter in his, in his senior year. So this guy is just 
he is he's very fast and if you watch him on tape you'll certainly see that mm-hmm. what do you like about him uh, like other than his speed well i i noticed in watching his film he he like obviously like not not just a fast guy but he plays at full speed all the time and he is in watching him he is he is just a fearless hitter like he goes full speed into that contact and i noticed as as a corner he'll when there's like wide receiver screens or or any sort of flats in their zone he'll he'll jump up and make a play and just totally break it up before the offense can get anything what do you remember clint when you were watching him in high school uh well first of all i'm just gonna backtrack for a minute oh here we go (laughs) okay (laughs) you can't i don't know why people brag about calgary because winter lasts 10 months of the Hold year. Hold on, just watch your words here. <laughs> okay, dude. okay. So anyways, but winter lasts 10 months of the year. So winter lasts so long that people from Calgary <laughs> talk about their big blue sky because they don't want to actually acknowledge the fact that it snows 10 months of the year. It is a now. big blue prairie sky. If okay. you haven't experienced that, you don't know what okay. you're talking about. So now, so let's get back to what we were supposed to be talking about and not this like... Cowtown, Calgary, false pride thing. Anyways, <laughs> Dean Leonard was awesome at Notre Dame. That's when they were at the height of their run. They were actually beating St. Francis quite frequently. Uh, and they had the inside linebacker. I believe he was just ahead of Dean. The Eamon, who's down at Oklahoma State right now. Nobody talks about him because Chubba Hubbard's there. But And I cannot pronounce Eamon's last name, so I'm not even going to try but Dean kind of flew in his uh, kind of uh, in his coattails there for a few years. Even though, like back then, we didn't rank Dean as high as we should, probably should have. Yeah. But at the same point, we knew we ran track, but we didn't know we ran track quite like Quincy just pointed out. Uh, and we, when I evaluated him, I was like, man, he's so skinny. Is he ever going to fill out? Obviously, he's going <laughs> to go down and play in the SEC right now. And I'm pretty sure. I mean, if I was him, I would try and stay down there if I don't die of COVID-19 and uh, <laughs> try and run track after the football season ends. But, And we, we learned an interesting point today. He actually is in business school. So, like, if you're in any university in Canada, which most of them are pretty good academic schools, and you're in business, yeah, you're, you're probably a, a pretty talented student, I would say. So, But it's super interesting. I want to see how many kids are going to transfer so for all my yeah. head coaching buddies, I'm not saying they should transfer. I'm saying I'm interested to see how many uh, explore that opportunity. And I'm not telling the kids to transfer, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes shakes out. So yeah, and for yeah. sure, given go ahead, sorry, Quincy, go. Oh yeah, <laughs> given he's coming into his draft year, you you think at Ole Miss, a, a good SEC school, you'd think that. They they'd see a role for him jumping right in as as it's his last year. Otherwise, why would they bring him in on scholarship in his last year? So you if assuming assuming this season they get some sort of season down there as as they intend on doing still, then he he should definitely have quite a big role there. Yeah, I think he'll plug and play as as the famous yeah. uh, Mel Kiper and who's the general manager of the Raiders now? Oh. Um... I can't remember their name. I names. can't remember anything either. Who coined the phrase plug and play, but he's probably going to plug and play. And who knows? He may like, he may like hit the lottery and get like um, uh, an NFL opportunity out of this because he, he may very well, well, he's going to play in the SEC. 
And if he actually holds up or holds his own, yeah. that's probably going to make his draft stock actually it'll go up in the CFL, but it most likely may even be uh, an NFL opportunity that comes out of it. So yeah, Mike Mayock yeah. is the guy who coined the phrase yeah. plug and play. So yeah, with with speed and range like that, you'd think he'd he'd certainly get at least an NFL look, whether he gets drafted or drafted later and ends up in a camp. I know. Like in talking about his speed, like he had four interceptions this past year, two of which he took back for pick sixes. Like, and in in watching him take off on those pick sixes, like the kid can just fly. Mm-hmm. Is he ranked in the CF? Has the CFL dropped their uh, their prospect wow. list yet? I don't know. I don't. I don't think they did. The no, I, I don't think they have. I'm sure he's on it. Right before Colt. I think. Oh, he there. will be. Yeah. Yep. So he yeah. will be on it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he also had, he had, I know on Twitter, he posted an offer from Louisiana Lafayette. So he, he had that offer posted along with uh, his offer from Ole Miss, obviously, but there there's reports that his final decision came down to uh, Ole Miss and LSU, apparently making their, yeah. taking their trip on the Canadian recruiting circuit. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I remember reading that, yeah. Why would you not want to go to LSU? <laughs> I I guess just because, like, they're just so good that he, he wants to make sure he has a role. Yeah, true. Yeah. That is, what are they, do they call LSU DBU? Is, is that right? I think LSU is DBU. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know right now LSU, like, they had, like, the they had the best freshman cornerback in, in the country, Derek Stingley, like, there's talks that he could play like both ways and in the SEC playing both ways, playing both ways past high school is just ridiculous. But like, apparently his coach has like mentioned it. So. Well, he was better than the kid who won the Thorpe award at LSU last year, the safety Delpit, Delpit, Delpit. Oh yeah. Grant Delpit. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was a second round pick who won the Thorpe, which is the top defensive back in NCAA. And everybody yeah. basically came out and said afterwards, how does that guy win the Thorpe Award when he's the second best DB on his own team? Wow. Stingley yeah. got last year <laughs> times, though, in, like, in big-time situations where he just got roasted. And it was more because he yeah. missed his jam. But there was other, one other play against Clemson where he got beat because the coach was beside him yelling at him on the sideline. <laughs> and he like literally turned and looked at the receiver's coach while – well, some receiver like got off the line and beat him on a fade. <laughs> Probably walk over and body slam the coach yeah, right after you, that. Right? You just cost me money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll we'll keep our eye on Dean for sure, um, and just see how this whole transfer thing ha- goes on. And we've got another transfer um, from Guelph in the same situation, <laughs> also going to Ole Miss, I believe. Quincy, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, he, yeah. We didn't rank him either. Tavius Robinson, he's a defensive end, six foot eight, 240 pounds. He went to Guelph uh, CVI um, from Ontario. He's one of the prospects that we missed on our CFC 100. <laughs> You know, we do, you know, we do. Some of them do fall through the cracks for us, but he's obviously a freak of nature. Quincy, what's uh, what's interesting or intriguing about Tavius? Well, much much like Dean Leonard, he's he's kind of a freak athlete. Like, obviously, he has that dream frame at six foot eight. Like, that is just ridiculous. But right. he, he's six eight, six eight, two fifty right now. They'll probably oh, want to ball okay. him. 
they'll want to bulk them up for sure to to two seventy ish at least. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he runs like a like he's he's just a freak of nature at that size. He's running a forty in the four sixes with a vertical over thirty five inches. Are you so serious? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Oh my word. <laughs> He's like Javon yeah, like, Pierce, but three inches taller. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you'll you'll see that if you watch his tape. Like this guy can just like he looks like you know how you see those people and and you just go like they they look they look pretty when they're playing. Like he moves well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's he's one of those. Oh yeah, as we would say, he's just a dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he is. I was, uh, when we saw him on the CFC, I think somebody, when they finished the U Sports recruiting commits page two years ago, three years ago, and we saw him on the page, we were like, oh, that's a local kid that the Guelph guys would have completely hit. Yeah. Because we uh, recruiting process. Yeah. So. And yeah. how do you hide a six foot eight kid? Well, like, like obviously yeah. it wasn't then, but. Yeah, but like Guelph. Collegiate, uh, what is that? And CBI? vocational institute. Collegiate yeah. vocational. So, like, yeah, literally, <laughs> the, I've never heard that name before in the football circles. So he probably was just yeah. a local kid who was a freak of nature, and they just they literally hit him until, like, obviously now they can't hide him anymore. That's freaky. The fact you just said he runs a sub four six, or sub four seven forty. That's crazy. Yeah, and they're gonna bulk him up, like you said. He's going to be like a six foot eight, two hundred and seventy pound defensive end. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I I, I joke, I joke that their basketball coach is going to be in Lane Kiffin's ear, trying to get this guy to walk on and be a bench player for their basketball team with that athleticism and height. No doubt, right? Oh yeah, he could rebound like yeah. Is that who the head coach is at Ole Miss now? Yeah, yeah, Lane Kiffin's there now. <laughs> That guy's weird. If you want to follow weird, <laughs> follow his weird. Twitter account. Quincy, follow his Twitter account, and you're going to learn a whole new realm of bizarre. Might have to check it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. As long as he's not like yeah, the know. Kids, guys. Yeah. I know, like, there, there's also been reports that LSU, after his verbal commitment to Ole Miss, tried to, LSU tried to lure him away. Coach Ed Orgeron tried to lure him away. I mean, I guess he he found out about this kid late and just sees the same potential everyone should see, obviously, with that frame and athleticism. So kind of like Dean Leonard, I guess LSU's down 2-0 to Ole Miss in the Canadian recruiting circuit. Well, we'll... uh, we'll... (laughs) At 6'8", we're going to keep watching. Oh, he's going to, like, just off numbers. Yeah. He'll go to the NFL Combine off numbers. Yeah, measurable, yeah. Or at least the Shrine Bowl, and then maybe to the Combine. Yeah. So we're going to head over to our next, um, second to the last prospect. Uh, he We did rank him CFC 60 in 2018. We had him at number 19, Jack Zergiotis. He's a quarterback, six foot one, 222 pounds. Uh, went to John Abbott, Sage up in Quebec. He's from Montreal. He's going to, or he's at UConn. Um, he comes from the, uh, Clint, you were saying a rebuilt John Abbott program, um, who seems to be turning out quarterbacks every year. Um, Quincy, what do you like, or what do you see in Jack? 
Well, to me, he's a guy. He he's he's a shorter guy, but he he's a thick built guy. He can definitely take some hits. So he he looks like a durable quarterback. But I I see I notice particularly in his tape that he's a guy who's comfortable making off balance throws and and makes throws without his without his feet set. So that's something you always like to see in a quarterback. And he he actually started this year as as a backup for UConn behind another Canadian quarterback. Mike Beaudry, who's now transferred to Idaho. But mm-hmm. after Beaudry got hurt in the first game, Zergiotis took over the starting spot and stayed there the rest of the year, I believe. And in 10 games had 1,782 passing yards, including a 418-yard passing game against East Carolina. So mm-hmm. that was a big game for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he kind of like reminds me of Matt Connell at McKinney. Gil, like a short, stocky quarterback. When they put their yeah. black jacket on, they're kind of like, he almost looks he like he's bulletproof. A, he was a big kid. <laughs> he was a big, big kid. So, But no, I, I remember Jack watching him in CGIP. He was awesome. He he obviously, and you already mentioned it, the off-balance throws. He can actually make all those crazy throws. And then when he actually feels like it or when it's appropriate and he does set his feet, like the ball will come out of his hand. So, yeah, that's what I, that's what I observed. And he's, some guys are just gamers. I think he's a gamer. And and you said it earlier, just before we started started things up, the fact that he can move around in the pocket and he can extend plays. He's by no means a dy- dynamic open field runner, but like he'll actually he'll know where the first down marker is and he'll try and at least get to the marker. So that's kind of he's just. I think he's just a tough. If I kind of sum it up, a tough baller or a tough gamer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely comfortable using his feet to extend plays, rolling out, making passes. He's he's good with those off balance throws. Well, we'll um, again, he's another player, and we like to see those Canadian quarterbacks, eh? Well, but if you get to yeah. start as I know that's that's like cool when you start as a freshman because yeah. Quincy already said he's thrown for seventeen hundred yards. So say he maintains his starting role for four years. Yeah, he's going to have ridiculous, or he's going to have like. Solid stats by time he's done. However, the six foot one uh, will probably not allow him too many opportunities. Hopefully, that doesn't sound negative. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that maybe he's not like super lean will mean he's you know, going to be a great college quarterback who can probably take some big hits. But yeah, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see though. He might be one of those guys who has a legendary career and gets a lot of stats down in the NCAA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And our last last kid we're going to talk about, um, he was our number one uh, CFC 100 ranked player in 2019. John Mechie the third. He's a receiver, six feet one hundred one ninety five. Um, he kind of went to a couple prep schools down in the states. At last one he was at was Petty, um, but he is from Ontario, um, and now he's at uh, Alabama, I believe. He was um, he's obviously legit. Well, we we made him number one, so. Um, but what's uh, what's your take on old Mechie there? Yeah, he he's six feet six feet one ninety five, so he's not very big. He's he's yeah. a smaller guy. He's he's very shifty and and quick. I'd say he accelerates pretty well. His speed isn't off the charts, so like he's he's not going to absolutely burn guys. He's not quite Henry Ruggs, but he he's a fast guy, probably four fours four fives, and he's definitely comfortable catching in traffic. He's He's one of those guys who, who's a, an aggressive route runner. Like you'll you'll see, he 
he's one of those guys who's always running with a purpose when he's running his routes. I, that's how I'd put it. Mm-hmm. Well, he had a boatload of offers. Was it like yeah, he had 35 or 40 or it was more? ridiculous. Yeah, he had a ton. Yeah, and th- those were including some like big name schools, like obviously Alabama, and he also had Penn State, Georgia, Notre Dame, so a lot of top schools there. And what's because uh, he's sitting too deep right now, is he not? He's on the two deep depth chart, right? yeah. So, so his time will come at Alabama. Yeah, and I mean that's Alabama, oh. like be good. For this year, like he, assuming they get a season, like he. He will probably be he will definitely be in like their top four receivers. Like he he could be a starting receiver for as soon as this year because they just lost Ruggs and Judy, but they still have uh Devontae Smith and uh Jalen Waddle there. But he he could be their third receiving option as early as this year. And I, I know as when he came in as an early enrollee uh last year, he was uh they they have that A A Day game that they do where it's uh first team offense second team defense and uh second team offense first team defense and he he was the a day game mvp as an early enrollee last year so he he kind of got 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 right down there to alabama and and set the tone as soon as he got there that's pretty cool out of all the films i've watched in like what is it five years or seven years seven yeah yeah since my glorious departure from mcgill out of all the, the films that I've actually watched, I would say that uh, his and uh, Chuba Hubbard's Chuba Chuba correction Chuba are the probably the most impressive high school films I've like watched. With Chuba's being the best, but like Mechie when he was both in Maryland and when he went to New Jersey for the other school, the other prep school. Petty? No, Petty was this. Yeah, but Petty was was the yeah, he, James was it not? Yeah, he, he started at St. James and was there for a few years and then took his last year at Eddie School. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you know, those those soulless prep school coaches poaching kids from everywhere all the time. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but his film was Let's so good. Let's not go down that path, rabbit and, hole. And I remember just <laughs> extending on Quincy's point, like his stats in the, the whatever the, the Alabama – spring scrimmage i remember seeing those and thinking that's completely ridiculous because it was like there was some like ridiculous numbers he put up and i was like is a canadian kid really gonna like get in the two deep depth chart at alabama or possibly start when they have nfl rated receivers because that's what his I, i can't remember his numbers from that spring game but they were like there was like like over five catches, and I think it was closing in on over 175 yards receiving. Oh wow! So and like he's if he's in that game going against the 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 ones from Alabama, like he's going against future draft picks, yeah. and he's beating them. And who I don't even know who the second string quarterback would have been because Tua would have been the first string quarterback. It, it, it was, was uh, it was Mac Jones in that game. I I saw Mac Jones making some uh, connections with John Mechie in those highlights. So Mac Jones will be their starter this year. I love Alabama. Eh? Like you're a five star, like prep all American, and it's like you're 13. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm the man. I'm playing in the NFL. Yeah, you're gonna redshirt. It's crazy. Yeah, I certainly would not mind. I wouldn't. 
don't mind being at Alabama. Some of those top schools down there have their like football only facilities that are just like ridiculous. They are. They're unreal. Like they, yeah, like they they have like Alabama has like their hydrotherapy pool and like they all all these top schools have barber shops just for the football players. Like it, it's unreal. They have everything because it's an arms race. Did you it just is. say they have b- yeah. barber shops? Yeah, you go yeah, get they have, yeah. Oh, go get a nice yeah, cut before you go to class. Why not? Oh, wow. You're there I, I'm pretty hard sure. at like five in the morning. I think those kids I've never heard of that. Yeah, and when they're leaving the facility heading towards like math or business or whatever, I think they should pick up a check too because like people are making money off them. That's true. That is true, yeah. Haircut. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure Guelph actually got a barber shop too. Like I'm I'm pretty sure they kind of followed the the D1 lead, and I I think Guelph has a barber shop too now. Well, I know they have a is, is impressive for a Canadian facility. They put a lot of money into that place. Yeah, yeah. Guelph gets a lot of funding. Mm-hmm. So I, to- I know, like, <laughs> on the note of those. Uh, football only facilities i have to say like i've, I've definitely I've, I've looked some of these up kind kind of just staring at my screen dreaming of being in them <laughs> because they're so nice but uh i know clemson is clemson's probably the, the nicest one i've seen like they have for, just for the football players it's it's a football only facility not even an athletic facility just football and uh clemson has like a, a basketball court a barber shop. They have a they have a wiffle ball diamond. So like that little little uh, variation of baseball. Like they have a they have a full wiffle ball diamond just for the football players. And they they also have a full arcade and uh and a bowling a bowling alley. Oh my goodness. Well, that's smart if you think about it. <laughs> Give them places. Yeah, I mean it, so they can have fun. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I like bring kids on. You bring kids on visits, don't even talk, just just let them walk into the football facility and, and let them sign. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. Well, if you think about that, if you look at some of the big soccer clubs in Europe, they have their own compounds. And within the compound is the houses where the players stay. And within that compound, there's grocery stores and there's everything from like nightclubs. So like the players actually don't really have to They'll never have to leave. Well, they don't go and get in trouble is what it's That's going true. on. Yeah. And it's just good for morale. Right? Yeah. You're in there like yeah, every like, morning with the same people. So But you yeah, know I, 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 would, I would do Clemson regardless. You love Clemson. Because I love Dabo. You love Dabo, Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like LSU. <laughs> you Oklahoma <laughs> State. Oklahoma State's my personal favorite with with Chuba Hubbard, yeah. Chuba Hubbard, Amen, Ogbong, Bamiga, and I I think they have the nicest uniforms in in my opinion because orange is my favorite color. So Quincy, can you uh, can you say that last name again? <laughs> <laughs> I I believe it's pronounced Ogbong Bamiga. Very good. Is that the name you were trying to say? Yes, it is. He was so good yeah. in high school, that kid. He was so good in high school. Yeah, he, he was Oklahoma State's defensive MVP this past year. And I, I don't know if he'll get an NFL look or not. Late, late round, maybe, with like being, being defensive MVP at a 
pretty good school like that. But he's only he's listed at six one, probably closer to six feet. But like he, like you, you think for for NFL that might height might might hinder him a little. I'm I'm not sure, but definitely a good football player too. Oh yeah, he was awesome, 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 awesome in high school. Wow, those are all. Uh, there's well, we you got a bonus in there, sort of six six one. <laughs> Who, Eamon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Eamon's a... A three-minute in the, at the end. Super Eamon. Um, but, yeah, so that's... Those are the five uh, prospects that we're going to be talking about today. Um, Quincy, like, good job, man. We're This will be a cool segment that we're going to be doing going forward. And um, you're going to hear more, more and more about these Canadian kids that we're following. And uh, Quincy's going to be giving us updates and, and uh, leading the charge on these kids so you can keep your eye on them. Um, be sure to follow us on our Facebook, Twitter, at chatfootball, Instagram, CFC underscore football, and YouTube. And don't forget to check out our digital store. Um, and we do have CFC merchandise, so you can, you know, dress like the cool cats. And uh, that's it for us today. So this has been the Recruiting Masters, brought to you by the CFC Insider. Have a great week, everyone. Every day... We rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.